The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Wrestling Night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network with your hosts, Matt Copper, Dustin Maruka, and Snowy White. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruka. Hey, guys, what's going on? Well, for some reason, it's August, but it's cold as fuck outside. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. Winnipeg weather. Like, why do we live here? It's yeah. nice. We're I'm idiots. enjoying it. <laughs> it's actually becoming very Halloween-y already this weekend. Once the fall season kicks in, okay, mm-hmm. you guys are obviously familiar love with the um, with the the Halloween shop spirit. Spirit Halloween, spirit yeah. For, Halloween, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing in the U.S. Maybe our U.S. listeners can give us a shout as to they probably have something similar, that, right? It's right. Not, yeah. Yeah, but like it's if, just, if a business, if so, if someone goes out of business, it becomes a spirit Halloween if the building's still empty <laughs> around right. September, October. That's right. That's right. And it's basically <laughs> it's the old brewing company. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically. It's 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 costumes, paraphernalia to decorate your everything Halloween. And that's something that, you know, everyone at Snowy Manor, we love doing every weekend leading up to Halloween. And then afterwards, even, they they have to burn off the stock mm-hmm. and all that. So shit gets up to like 50% off and all that. So they still got a lot of really cool stuff for all year round, but it's it's Halloween-y stuff. So since, once that kicks in, then I'm switching gears from summer to fall. Okay. You know, just just in case you're wondering, what the fuck is this guy talking about spirit for? It's hoodie weather. <laughs> That's, <motherfuckers>. right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I got a. Yeah, I, I I switch from the sleeveless shirts to the flannel, the flannel <laughs> button ups from baseball caps to toques, and from camo shorts to blue jeans. <laughs> there you are. Yeah, yeah, and it's always more comfortable in the fall. Yeah. It's not forty degrees out, and we're all sweating our bag off. We can have campfires. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's, well, I mean, if that's allowed, did they lift the fire ban? Yeah. Anybody? They did. Okay, yeah. good, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's been lifted so. since the eleventh. Well, I'm building my fire pit tomorrow. Woo-hoo! So <laughs> right on, right on. Yeah. So you got a Next fire pit weekend? for me? To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for all out. Yeah, I guess uh, if uh, if we're all feeling up to it, we can have we can have a bit of a bonfire afterward. Right after on. All, all right, yeah. party at Matt's. Yeah, right yeah, on. Yeah. None of you are invited. <laughs> You're all fired. No, actually, invite Aaron and see what happens. Okay, yes, actually. I was speaking to my co-host, Aaron, on our, our sister program, Radioactive Metal, and he's eager. He's actually eager to get up here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, he wants to see Tell the him me- the borders are to- open for yeah. flying. Tell him to get his ass over here. Right I still, I still have to mix that song that he sent me. I've been, I got lost in the <laughs> shuffle, and I've like, I haven't talked to him about it. I feel awkward now. But Aaron, I promise you, I will do it. It's I will, it'll, it'll, it'll get done. Yeah, yeah. We'll, he, he we'll wants get the to message. I'm in Canada. Oh fuck! Son of a bitch! Me. <laughs> <laughs> Walks in the door. Done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it has been. You son of a bitch. <laughs> since since we last got together, it's actually in the. Wonderful world of pro wrestling. It's a lot of shit going Lots down. Lots of stuff has gone yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, and it's like most of it isn't even during a match. Like the big elephant in the room, of course, is the CM Punk r- return and the big promo, which we'll get to soon enough. Mm-hmm. 
you know, but it's just like when stuff like that captures your imagination, you know, the rest of the wrestling world seems to to fall fall in as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can't wait to start to get in to everything, including uh, maybe we'll start it off because fortunately there were no there were no deaths. Mm-hmm. Okay, that at least that that we know of, and there was no. Not nothing immediate that we got to get to before we jump right into um. How about SummerSlam and Takeover? Yeah, well, SummerSlam, 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 whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Nap time. Yeah, like it was. It was a very big show, uh, with pretty good matches plagued by horrible booking decisions. Is what I the my best way to describe SummerSlam this year. Right. It was. It was really awesome seeing. A giant stadium filled with people again having a good time but yeah the show itself like a lot of the the ways the the plans came off like a lot of the booking decisions seemed very reactionary possibly to something that the other company did the night before mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows <laughs> but uh very we yeah. freaked out yeah. we need help yeah but uh i'm not gonna go through any of these in huge detail like i usually do because that usually takes a lot of time. I'm just going to go through quickly. <laughs> okay. Pre-show, Big E defeated Baron Corbin by pinfall. Uh, opening match on the main card was RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Riddle. Uh, won the tag team titles from AJ Styles and Omos. I completely forgot that AJ Styles and Omos were tag team champions up until this point. Because <laughs> I don't really watch Raw that much anymore. And, you know, it's WWE. Fucking tag team titles mean absolutely nothing. Same with the Intercontinental title. Yep. Like, that, that wasn't even on the show. I know. Like it's like that, wow. the yeah. Jericho talking thing when he was on tour talking to people. Oh, when he, he was at the told the story casino, about Vince. Yeah. He's like, but Vince, maybe I can break and be the ten time Intercontinental Champion. No one gives a fuck about oh, Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> Jeez, which is actually kind of sad because how many WrestleManias in the past? How many SummerSlams where the Intercontinental <sighs> Title match stole the show? Mm-hmm. All of them. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> like the only the only other SummerSlam to be in a stadium was the one in England at Wembley, where which was headlined by uh, Bulldog and Bret and Hart. Bret Hart, and what title. was that stake? Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And yeah, it's sad yeah. to say who carried that match, Bret, because because Bulldog, uh, was, Bulldog was on a crack binge or something yeah. a couple oh. nights before, and well, he was still high when he got to. The yeah, it was like he's like Bret, I'm fucked. I I don't remember anything <laughs> that we planned. <laughs> Yeah, but they still pulled off a classic somehow. They did. I, yeah. They did. That Basically, was just amazing. listen to me, okay? Yeah, just yeah, just do what I do. All right. <laughs> but yeah, then uh, what we have uh, Alexa Bliss defeated Eva Marie. Uh, Dewdrop then turned on Eva Marie afterwards. So cool, and she's still called Dewdrop. She hasn't gone back to Piper Niven or even Viper afterwards. So Dewdrop. What Dewdrop. a stupid fucking oh, help yeah. us all. I feel so bad for Piper Niven. I do too. Like she's she's better than this. Like she's probably getting paid a lot of money, and that's cool. Like she's been doing this for a long time. She deserves to get paid. Mm-hmm. But you, you yeah. know, you know, you know where I'm going with this. It's Vince. Vince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Damian Priest beat Sheamus for the United States Championship. Uh, good for Priest. Like mm-hmm. I'm happy to see that he's gotten his first singles title on the main roster, or first title on the main roster, I should say. He's a North American champion and United States champion now, so that's pretty good for him. Like, oh. I hope he hope I hope he has a great reign with the title, <laughs> and yeah, see where it goes in the future. Uh, the Usos uh, successfully defended their SmackDown tag titles against Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. The dissension, I guess, with Rey and Dominic is 
ever-growing week-to-week. I guess Dominic's going to turn heel on his dad at some oh, point. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Already? Yeah. Well, Dominic, he made his debut, what was it, last year's SummerSlam? Mm-hmm, with at, Rollins, with the, yeah. yeah with the, it was like the first show and the, th- the first pay-per-view in the Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how it was possible, but it seems like over the past year, Dominic's gotten more and more green as time has gone on. <laughs> it seems that way anyway. You're supposed to get better, kid. Yeah, Come exactly. on. <laughs> You, you, so you skipped over NXT. You went right to the main <laughs> roster. Eddie would be smacking him right now. Come on. Yeah, his re, you mean his real dad. His real dad. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know if Dominic really has it in him to play a heel. Like his mic skills are, for lack of a better term, fucking horrible. <laughs> like, right. What can he do if he turns heel? I guess that remains to be seen. But what if they they should put him with Paul Heyman? That'd be great. Mm. Yeah, mm. or someone that can talk. Yeah, bring, like bring someone back that can actually like if Don Callis wasn't already had a job, didn't already have a job, I would say yeah. bring yeah. him in. But yeah, well, <laughs> I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, and then uh, the SmackDown Women's Title match was supposed to be Bianca Belair defending against Sasha Banks, but we found out after Bianca Belair had made her entrance that Sasha Banks was not cleared to compete. So Carmella came out, and then after Carmella came out, Becky Lynch made her return after what uh, was sixteen months, I think it was that she was out. Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah well, was, at least nine for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she surrendered her Raw Women's title the day after Money in the Bank, uh, 2020, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and then that was her first appearance back. And then she basically throws Carmella out of the ring and challenges Bianca to an impromptu match. Wins the match in what was it? Twenty six. Twenty seven. Yeah. Twenty six. Twenty seven seconds with two moves. And wow. buries Bianca Belair. Yeah. All that work, all that energy just yep. to to push her, get her over. She's over like gangbusters. Wins the and Royal Rumble, all that every all the build up to WrestleMania. <laughs> Main events. Main events WrestleMania the night first one. WrestleMania wow. to have two black women headline. Yep. Wow. They had an absolute like stellar match. Mm-hmm. And then you want to? Be, she's buried. Yeah, yep. you know. And then you, Vince you goes, "Jobbed her out." Uh, uh, I'm scared of what happened on AEW last night. Yeah, even though he won't admit it. No, he'll he'll never uh, admit that he's wrong. Becky, go beat her in 20 seconds. Yeah, like a Becky Lynch was apparently supposed to be at the show, but she was just supposed to be there to like hype up the crowd a little bit, not actually be in a match, more of an angle than anything. Right. Maybe but, if yeah. anything, special guest ref for that. Yeah, match. or like uh, just just basically to say, hi, I'm back, the kid's at the nanny. The man is back in town. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And that's that's what I would do with, or with Lynch. Or what she could have done is have like the Carmella-Bianca match. Bianca Wayne, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. Sasha come out and be, uh, Sasha. Becky. <laughs> Becky come out and then... Bianca hold the belt at her like this, and then just stare down and end it there. You know, you yeah. got it going on. That's then, that's perfect. Then that's good pay- booking. Then, that then the next pay per view, Becky Bianca, mm-hmm. or and then if Sasha's back by then. Triple threat. Yeah, yeah. like it's just it, this isn't. Uh, if three guys down in the basement, <laughs> you know, could book this shit better. Uh, not than, our mo- not our mother's basement. <laughs> that so that not, no, not our mother's basement. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my no. house. That's, that's right. If we if we seem to be able to do a better job, and it's it's basic fundamentals. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are probably tired of me saying that, but it's true. Pro the sport of pro wrestling is just like any other sport when it comes to that. There's basic fundamentals, and when you, when you lose sight of that, 
like you lose sight of your whole quote unquote product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You give, you continue with what you've got with, with, with Bel Air. Yeah. Becky's back. Great. The the exact same thing that happened with Kofi Kingston uh, after his WrestleMania buildup, the Kofi mania thing, everything was built up to him winning the WWE championship at WrestleMania. And he had a subpar run with the title. Then first episode of SmackDown on Fox loses to Brock Lesnar in eight seconds. Wow. Yeah. That's apparently Kofi's not cleared right now. Yeah, I've I've noticed he hasn't been on or I haven't he wasn't even at summer he was supposed to be in that whole angle with Xavier Woods at SummerSlam, but that never ended up happening. Yeah, because he's not cleared apparently. Yeah. Oh well, I hope he's okay. No. <laughs> Either way, because like I like Kofi. He's a good wrestler. I There could be a reason Sasha wasn't at SummerSlam. I was just now about to ask that. Isn't she anti- I don't. I don't know. Because that came up a few times Mm. I've seen online. Well, it's all speculation at this point. Yeah, the the internet scuttlebutt, Mm -hmm. as I call it. She's anti-vax. She's anti this. Maybe she's got COVID and all that. It's like okay, people. Until we actually know. Yeah. Like like, what do you really care? Hopefully, it's not her depression. Again. Yeah, that could that could also be. That's why she was out a year and a half. Yeah. Well, either way. I hope she's okay. Yeah, but, yeah. Regardless, whether it's physical, mental, or anything. Yeah, we, but we uh, want the best for her. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as Becky Lynch goes, the whole thing is that they've been saying now is that she's going to be turning heel, yep. and like after this week's SmackDown, <laughs> okay. that kind of seems like it's going that way because she said, like in a promo in the opening of the show, she said, "I know there's been people who said like uh, my tactics at SummerSlam were a little underhanded, and I just want to apologize." For absolutely nothing. <laughs> and then Bianca challenged her to a match, and she just went, nope, and then walked out of the ring. Wow. <laughs> okay. You can't turn. There are just some people that you cannot make heels. Nope. They tried to turn they, Austin heel. They yeah, tried to turn the Rock heel. Yep. It just doesn't work, and Becky is one of them. Hell, Be- the, trying to turn Becky heel was what made her the biggest face in the company in the first place. <laughs> yeah. so, like, right, right, right. And it's just it's just like almost the opposite of what's going on on the other channel with Britt Baker. The mm-hmm. fans made her a face, and they haven't pulled the trigger on that. She's still acting like a heel. She's still coming across as a heel. Well, she she was kind of doing the whole tweener thing for a little bit up until they got to Pittsburgh for uh, Rampage, and then and Jamie Hayter made her return, and now right, she's like yeah. her enforcer, and now she seems <laughs> to have uh, Britt seems to have gone back to a full time heel. But and it's just it's not working. No, I I think eventually Jamie Hader's probably going to turn on Britt, and then we're going to see Britt Baker versus Jamie Hader. Right. Uh, possibly at full gear for the women's title. Who knows? Okay. But I guess we'll yeah. see. We'll I'm see. Looking forward to that because they were opponents. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, when AEW first started up, I think Britt Baker and Jamie Hader were actually in a little feud together, and then COVID hit, and well. Yeah, we all know what happened there. Jamie, yeah. Jamie was stuck in England and yeah, couldn't really move forward with that. So uh but yeah, I guess we'll see what happens uh with the EST versus Daman uh in Daman. the future. Daman. <laughs> Daman. In the future. Um Oh yeah, it says right here twenty six seconds. That's that's how long wow, it is. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Anyway, uh Drew McIntyre beat Jinder Mahal in a five minute match. It was kind of nothing. Like they gotta bury the Canadians, don't they? Oh, of course. Fuck. Yeah, you know. <laughs> don't hinder the gender, guys. Come yeah. on. 
<laughs> Drew, yeah, g- <laughs> Ginger's being hindered by Drew McIntyre and his sexy body. <laughs> but uh, give us a kiss. Give us a kiss. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was kind of like a nothing match. Like this, this the whole feud kind of just seems kind of whatever, you know, dumb. Yeah, like the whole feud was based off of the fact that Ginger stole his sword. No, more so the fact that Ginger was jealous of Drew and tried to text him. I think it was like the whole thing, the whole angle was started over a text messages where Drew, Drew, like where, where, where Jinder asked Drew if he wanted to hang out and Drew said, sorry, too busy. And he didn't write the word to, he wrote the number two and Jinder took offense to that. So now they're feuding, you know, modern i'm offended (laughs) modern problems that's life (laughs) that's like art imitating life because Mm. probably how many how many real life friendships have been broken up over the last five years shall we say over over a text message or Mm. they you 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 get into a disagreement or an argument with someone over facebook that you actually well maybe you don't see that person every day or whatever but you have a good rapport with i won't lie i like doing that on wrestling pages it's fun mm-hmm. <laughs> well sometimes yeah if you if, if, okay, all you if, have to do is go onto an AEW <laughs> page and say fuck kenny omega and it just goes <laughs> that's it. oh yeah you, you, you don't do that no, no. i don't do that <laughs> no. i just say like oh i don't like this person and then they're like why and it's just like like that it's like Matt Cardona. Shut up, Marks. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. Marks, yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh. I love his fucking GCW gimmick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. Did you before we go back to SummerSound quickly I'll go in the the last GCW show, he dressed as Vince when Vince was ECW champion. Oh yes. Oh god. I remember that. Those were and dark times. Fought that quote unquote fan. Okay. You could tell the dude's been training. He's a really big guy, mm-hmm. but you could tell he's been training because he's like suicide diving him and all this other shit and like top rope cross bodies and shit. Right, to him. right. And just it was actually pretty good. <laughs> Cardona won, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, which but, which. But I love his heel character so much. Oh, it's great. I, and I, I honestly, against G- GCW, to me, Cardona's not even the heel. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm cheering for him in this. The, this, fan, the fans this of the heel show in this bullshit. Situation. Yeah, this outlaw mud show bullshit. That's right. I'm cheering mm-hmm. for the wrestler. There's they like the Cardonas, him and Chelsea Green. Mm-hmm. Probably the one of the most entertaining things, like at in just re- re- wrestling in general right now, with everything that she's doing and what he's doing. This is a one-two punch that's just got my attention. Right. For sure, for no, sure. No, it is. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. It's it is pretty entertaining. It's the best heel work I think I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned on the last episode, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see what, where that goes. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Then we got the triple threat match. It was for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley challenging uh, Nikki Ash for the Raw Women's Title. Uh, yeah, Charlotte won again. So now she's what. They, they, I, I've noticed they've omitted her NXT women's title reigns from her total amount of reigns, so that really says a lot about what Vince thinks about NXT. Mm-hmm. So now she's a twelve-time women's championship, but she's actually fourteen. <laughs> Don't tell Vince. Don't tell Vince. Yeah, <laughs> but Don't do yeah. It. So she's creeping up on her dad a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, Charlotte Flair, Raw Women's Champion. Which means we're probably going to see Becky versus Charlotte at Survivor oh, Series. Man. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. No. I'll admit it was a good match, though. 
It was yes. a very good match. I actually thought Nikki was going to get to the ropes and not tap out, but, well, everyone taps out to the figure eight, apparently. Okay. Which just doesn't make sense, as Nikki beat Charlotte like six weeks in a row on Raw. Yeah. Bad booking. <laughs> like I said, good matches, bad booking. <laughs> Do you think Charlotte, put putting the belt on Charlotte, like where is she, and we don't really know this, but where is she with her? With her contract, is maybe this is well, to placate her. This is what's her. going through me. It's like, well, Andrade clearly wants her in AEW. Oh yeah, clearly. Mm-hmm. So this is probably Vince going. If you stay with us, we'll give you more we'll, belts. We'll put the title on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the twelve time, technically fourteen time women's champion. Yeah. Because NXT titles apparently don't fucking count. Well, I mean, Ric Flair is the 16-time, technically 21-time <laughs> yeah, World Heavyweight Champion. So. <laughs> I'm surprised his shirts on pro-, pro wrestling tees don't say 21-time World Champion. Yeah, they should. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people would probably buy that. And we got to remember, Jerry Lawler has got to be about the 225th-time Memphis champion. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> but he's oh, never won a world title. He's never uh, won a world well, title no, if, you, if, you, if you go by WWE logic. Yeah, okay. They won't admit the past, but he is a former AWA world champion. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yeah, but uh, yeah, this <laughs> this never won age, the big one. <laughs> this, this, same, this same with the Dudley Boys. They've only ever been WWE, WCW, and ECW <laughs> tag team champions. They've never been TNA or NWA World Tag Team Champions, <laughs> right? Or IWGP? Yeah, tag exactly. Team champion. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hang on. But uh, other companies? What are those? Yeah. <laughs> nothing exists outside of WWE. It doesn't. Have, it's like nothing at all. This is it. This is the big times, kid. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, match of the night, Edge versus Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the entire presentation of this match, the the package... The, the brood entrance. Yeah, yeah, Edge's brood entrance and, like, the, the hype package beforehand. Everything about uh, the build-up on SmackDown, everything about this match was done perfectly mm-hmm. to a T because Edge and Seth Rollins know what the fuck they're doing. They can go, and, yeah. Yeah. That spinning neckbreaker off the top rope scared the shit out of me. Yeah, like the entire well, the entire match was like for for a guy who like has career threatening neck and in- neck injuries. Edge put on a amazing Someone performance. With triple fusion neck surgery. Yeah, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the way the match ended too, with him slamming uh, Rollins's face into the mat repeatedly and then putting in the cross face and making him tap out. I did not see that coming. Well, I, that the best part about that was the first time he slammed Seth's head into the mat because you could tell Seth didn't Seth see it did coming. Seth did not know it was coming. Yeah, <laughs> he's just kind of like, okay, I keep my arms here. They bam. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. block. <laughs> <laughs> you could see on his face after he was kind of like, huh? What just happened? Yeah, I'm surprised his, he didn't have a bleeding nose after that. <laughs> <laughs> he hit the mat fucking yeah. hard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like that was a highlight of the show for sure mm-hmm. in every aspect. Good booking, good match, good finish. Unexpected finish, because I thought like I thought whoever was going to win was either going to win with a curb stomp or a spear. Yeah. That's a given, but I, the submission win. Yeah, a submission win. Oh, that, a sleeper hold cross face. Oh, right, That right. was cool, though. Right, 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 yeah. Still, good match. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Loved every second of it. How much gas do you think is in Edge, Edge's tank? Uh, He can't be full-time. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's not wrestling on television every week. He All They're right. kind of just saving him for pay-per-views. So after that yeah. match at SummerSlam, mm, yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of got like he's he's on like a Daniel Bryan schedule, I'd say. Like, not I really, want to uh, say six months to a year, yeah, 
Who? Daniel Bryan. Oh, who's yeah. that? Uh, yeah, huh? you know, Who? he's a he's a former world heavyweight <laughs> champion. You know, that's uh, <laughs> okay. the Dragon American Daniel Bryanson. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Bryanson. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the guy that's basically started the war between WWE and its fan base in 2014. <laughs> <Pretty> much, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what is the movement? Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, yeah. The yeah movement. The okay movement. <laughs> and he says yeah like James Headfield, so it's yeah 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 yeah. 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 Yeah! 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 God, we're bad. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, that's uh, we're going to have to be a little bit more patient for this. This this is why we're not on on rampage. No dynamite. Oh, that's somebody else's shtick. You're going to have to wait. Yeah, Yeah, and then uh, we got Bobby Lashley versus Oldberg. Uh, Was referee stoppage? Because uh, Goldberg got hit in the knees a couple times with chairs and MVP's uh, uh, walking stick. So he couldn't continue. And then, yeah, and then Bobby Lashley just kept on attacking his knees. So, you know, it was obviously not a legitimate injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Gold or Goldberg's son, uh, Gage. Gageberg. He, Gageberg. Yeah, this uh, this 16-year-old kid ran into the ring, and then Bobby Lashley put him in the hurt lock, and he sold that more convincingly than most wrestlers I've seen. <laughs> and, take that, that and the thing with that is you can tell Gage is scared as fuck. Yeah. Like, he does not want to do this. No. So why is Vince... I'm sure Goldberg's fucking furious with Vince for making his kid do this. Probably, but, uh, yeah. You can even tell in his face, every time he jumps the barrier, his face is just like, no, 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 He looks kind of awkward, yeah. He looks scared out of his fucking mind. And I mean, if you're standing in a ring with Bobby Lashley, yeah? (laughs) He's a big boy. Yeah. Also, I didn't know that, like, Goldberg's son was that old, because in 2016, he was like, Little little kid, little and chubby. Yeah, I I thought he was like six years old. Apparently, he was more like (laughs) twelve. But uh, yeah, now he's like grown up. He's like tall. He's 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 muscular. Yeah, it's like I I, like they they showed him on Raw, and I was like, "That's Goldberg's son." The best (laughs) meme. The best meme that has come out of this is when Goldberg first wrestled, so his kid and wife can see him, and he was hanging on to him on the rope, and he dabbed. Oh, the dabbing! Yeah, and then the meme was just like. Bobby he had Lashley. it coming. <laughs> Goldberg's kid had it coming after dabbing on TV. Yeah. So does this Cage kid, Cage, Gage, Gage. kid, does he look anything like his dad? Not at all. No. Not at all. He doesn't. He's he's like slim. He's got a full head of hair. He's no facial hair, obviously, but. He's like 17. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He doesn't look anything like Bill. He looks more like uh, his wife. Bill's wife. <laughs> okay, well that makes sense. I I I only ask because um Arn Anderson oh, d- does he yeah, he doesn't have to worry about the paternity of his son. No, Brock okay, Anderson because looks Brock looks just like his dad. Exactly like <laughs> his dad geez. in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, when I watched Dynamite this past week, I was just like what? <laughs> time, what? Did Arn jump in a time machine? Time zone? Yeah. Is this, if, if, it's like, well, no, Arn, this yeah. is you from <laughs> the NWA, you. Yeah. right? Like, you just went back in time. It was like, come what? with me. <laughs> what, what What? did Doc Brown say? Don't interact with your future self. Mm-hmm. That, that's, it. that's it. Exactly. Like, oh, Arn, geez. don't interact with your future self, Arn. <laughs> you Arn, don't do it. You can't do it, Arn. No. <laughs> That's why he's getting black masked every week. <laughs> I mean, he did block one. Let's not remember that. But, uh, yeah, so it looks like Bobby Lashley versus 
Goldberg is going to continue because because <sighs> as 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 Gage Gageberg uh, laid in the ring, all passed out or pretending to be passed out from the hurt lock. Uh, MVP got on the mic and said, "There's no way that Lashley could have known that that was Goldberg's son." And then they left, and then uh, Goldberg was cradling his son and just looking at uh, Lashley, saying, "I'll kill you." Yeah, so now dun, it's dun, dun, yeah. So now Saudi it's a Arabia. It's a, October twenty first. Oh right, I forgot that was a thing. Crown yeah. Jewel, mm. Goldberg, Lashley too. Yeah. Even though Goldberg has said he wants Cena, I would take that over another Lashley match. But mm-hmm. like, I what I thought they were gonna do, what I thought they were doing when they did spin the whole injury angle was that they were gonna like try to do a whole angle where it's like, oh, Goldberg's actually old; he can't do it anymore. <laughs> And then they call him Oldberg on TV. Uh, That'd be great. I would laugh. Yeah. It's like, dude, go away, Goldberg. Yeah. yeah I'm uh, all Goldberg out. No, I've I've been Goldberg out since 2000. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. You yeah. you've had a good career. Go away. Mm-hmm. Go go spend time with your family. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has been for the past where he did he did between 2004 and, and 2016 yeah. so. <laughs> he had lots of downtime. his wife's yeah. pissing him off he's like i gotta go back to work yeah like, i'll be a superhero for my son <laughs> i'm gonna go spear but, I, but I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta keep doing it he, so vince keeps that, throwing so does that mean goldberg's winning the title from lashley oh uh, dude, don't even say that in saudi arabia but, but he has one one match left <laughs> of his contract he's got one so probably not i hope not well, like the worst thing, Oldberg doesn't need the title again. The worst thing that could happen is that Bill wins the title in Saudi Arabia, and then on Raw shows up and relinquishes it and lays it in the ring, and then they have to have a tournament for it because that totally demeans the value of the title. I don't know. I like to, I like myself a tournament, but at the same time, like or Goldberg wins in Saudi the next night. Lashley they have their rematch. Lashley wins it back, but then he would have to add another match to his contract, but. Which would probably cost Vince Please another no. like million dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, because okay, well, I got the title. He he can pull a Jeff Jarrett and hold him up. Just goes to AEW with the WWE more. title. Yeah, <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. God, you thought him freaking out over Funk was bad. Mm-hmm. Someone showed up with a WWE championship in AEW. <laughs> this is why yeah. WWE wrestlers aren't allowed to take the titles with them outside of the arena anymore. Right, right. <laughs> okay, if the WWF screws Goldberg, do you really care? No. Like, really? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. okay. But, but also, I got to say, like, what's keeping what's keeping Tony Khan from purchasing one of those deluxe replica titles for a WWE title, giving it to someone and being like, hey, we got the WWE <laughs> championship, and it's going in the bin. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Omega goes, oh, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm a champion in this league, too, am I? <laughs> Did you see me beat Goldberg in Saudi? Just got electrical tape put over the actual WWE logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. But uh, this is the yeah. World Wrestling Federation Championship. <laughs> <laughs> the World Wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> Because I know how much Vince hates the word wrestling. Oh. Or he or he has a replica, and he just goes, so I don't know when, but I won the Sports Entertainment Championship. Yeah. <laughs> the, S, the SEC, that's hard to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, oh, jeez. No, I've... Yeah. I won the WSEC Championship. Yeah, the World Sports Entertainment <laughs> Championship. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I know how much Vince hates the word wrestling so much so that it kind of seems like he mispronounces the word because it almost sounds like he says rustling. Rustling. <laughs> the World Wrestling Federation. Rustling, yeah. <laughs> and we, we all know the proper pronunciation is wrestling. Wrestling. Yep. That's right. <laughs> the way Ted Turner says it. That's right. <laughs> wow. Vince, I'm in the wrestling business. The fucking business. old WWF promo just went through my head like the one that would come up on TV at the beginning of shows. Oh, hey. Where it would be Vince like, like it was... Um, 50 years, the leader of sports entertainment. Yeah, the, the, the recognized sport, symbol of excellence. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, the screen would go white, and then the logo would come up, be like, for over 50 years, the leader of sports entertainment. Mm, wow. <laughs> of course. Anyway. God, I feel old saying that. I'm only 28. Fuck my life. <laughs> Wait till you get in your 30s. No! Yeah. <laughs> I could do you one better. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, and then the main event, dun dun dun, dun dun was yeah, yeah. Roman Reigns uh, defending his Universal Title against John Cena. That match was so good. It was a great match. <laughs> it was such a good match. I knew and, it was going to be good. I knew Cena yeah. and Roman too would be. Yeah, good. Th- those two showed up to fucking work, mm-hmm. and Roman won clean. Yep, and that was great. All the reaction videos of the little kids crying to Cena losing was were great, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Then afterwards, he's celebrating, and, and all and of a sudden, and then the farmer from Saskatchewan's music hit. Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> how, how does his music start? It's like that. And then Bork Laser came out. Bork Lazar, yeah, that guy with it with a whole new look that like, we haven't seen him since WrestleMania 36. No. And yeah, he he the came memes back going around of him looking like an onion. Or fantastic. Oh. <laughs> you see it now? Okay, yes. Yeah, he's kind he's, of. And like the little hair. Uh, he's he looks, looking different now, right? Yeah, he looks like if uh Dean Ambrose grew up. Or if yeah, if Dean Ambrose grew up or if like Billy Gunn uh had like the same shit that Bruce Banner did. Yeah. <laughs> to become the Hulk. The, but, ga- the, the the gamma radiation. Yeah, the gamma, yeah, the gamma radiation stuff. Uh but <laughs> My God, yeah, but yeah, Bork Laser's back, everybody. Yeah, exactly. That definitely wasn't an impulse uh, response to what happened the night before either. Definitely, no, absolutely not. not. At all. No, yeah. No. But uh, yeah, so Brock's back, and he's going to be feuding with uh, Roman Reigns again. Again, yeah. This time, Brock's a face. Yeah, Roman's first time he's been a face since the early two thousands. Can you believe that? Wow. <laughs> Almost twenty years since Brock Lesnar's been a baby face. Well, when he but first came, the first time he came back, everyone cheered him, and then he had five scene, and they're all like, "Yeah, yeah." Well, that was more of a fan thing than a booking thing, but uh, yeah, um, I don't know how to feel about that because all all of uh, Roman and Brock's matches in the past, and like between twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen, were all not. Well, great. I know Brock doesn't want the belt again, so definitely Roman's winning. It okay, so Roman's going through Brock, yeah. and then he's got to get to the final boss, <laughs> The Rock. The Brock. <laughs> the Brock. He's got to go through The Brock before he gets to The Rock. <laughs> he's got to go yeah. through The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Dwayne the, uh, Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Rock, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rock the Dwayne Johnson, right? Like, Why do they look the same? I yeah, don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just like the actor. Yeah. Why does Dwayne yeah. Johnson look like The Rock? Hmm. But, uh... <laughs> I feel like Brock Lesnar's new look could be better if he like let his hair down and made it wet. 
and maybe put some oil through it so it didn't dry. <laughs> so, like, and then he would like let it hang in his face, and then do his like screaming face with the beard and the hair hanging down, and it would and actually the look, voice crack. And it would actually look terrifying. And the voice crack. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Like, come on, Brock, give me your best life. He had like, five ten rating one. And his voice just went. Ah! <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely not one for the microphone. That guy. No, but, uh, I'll never tell him that. No. <laughs> I mean, he does just live like a stone's throw away from here. But <laughs> Brock, if you're listening, you're like seven hours old. <laughs> well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, six. he's near Saskatoon. About yeah. six hours. So yeah. it's seven, maybe even eight. Yeah. We got time to escape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just yeah. go the other way. <laughs> so was that how SummerSlam went that off the air? That was how SummerSlam went off the air, yeah. With, yeah. with, uh, with, uh, yeah, Roman and uh, and Lesnar staring each other down, and, and then off the and air, Heyman, yeah, five Cena and high fived all the fans. Oh yeah, okay. And also, Heyman looked terrified. <laughs> so there's that. Mm-hmm. Right on, right on. Yep. And then on SmackDown, they locked Heyman out of Roman's locker room. Oh yeah, they did. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> did you know Brock was coming back? <laughs> no, I swear to God, I didn't. So I never saw. Summer sham, summer summer scam, and all that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it up to you guys. This year's Summer Slam, horns up, horns down, horns middle. in the middle, horns in the middle. Like I said, bad booking, good matches. I just, yeah, that's all I can say. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, yeah, that's really all you can. Yep. The next night. Yep, we all got together. We all got together for yep. NXT TakeOver. The mo- 36. Before, <laughs> before the they even started. NXT TakeOver. Yeah, potentially. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Before the match even, before the card even started. I guess Vince doesn't like that word either. Card. Uh, card, yeah. The card. Before that even started, it kind of makes you wonder, like, wasn't it always traditionally NXT was Saturday and then the main roster pay-per-view would be Sunday. Sunday? Yep. Uh, the switch. Very interesting, I think. And one of the things that I'm thinking is they don't, they don't want the main roster following NXT because NXT is... Superior. Is, yeah. <laughs> it's just the better federation, better wrestler, better, better stories for the most part. Some of it's kind of pissing me it's off Triple right H now. is in charge. That's why. No, for Probably. Now. Probably. But, but uh, well, yeah, for, one, yeah, one takes place in uh, Allegiant Stadium with 50,000 people, and the, the other one takes place in WWE's training facility with, like, a couple hundred maybe. Yeah, <laughs> so, and it's still better. It's still better, yeah. <laughs> Although I will say the uh, – CWC crowd is not nearly as hyped up as the uh, the full cell crowd used to be. Yeah, and that deal is no longer happening. Nope, unfortunately. But there's a lot of things about NXT that are very unfortunate. But but who's still going to mm. be at every show? Well, that asshole Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, my former co-host yeah. on Radioactive Metal. Yeah, Rock, we love you. He's he's at every show. Every show. Okay. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, we'll go through the card, and then we'll talk about uh, our opinions of what's to come with NXT. Uh, so anyway, we got Ridge Holland uh, took on uh, Trey Baxter in the pre-show. Which lasted four minutes. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, one minute and 45 seconds, actually. Wow. Oh, the entrances. Yeah, the entrances, and then they Duh. beat each other up outside of the ring, and then actually went into the ring, and yeah, the match was pretty short. Bell to bell, it was one minute and 45 seconds. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Ridge Holland won as expected because they seem to be pushing him pretty hard. Ever since he broke his leg. Oh, yeah, oh, last, oh, yeah last year the leg break oh. and the scream, yeah. Yeah, I know that was pretty, brought back some bad memories for you, I guess. Yeah? Yeah. The sound and then the scream, except yeah. I didn't do the scream. I was just like, why is my knee to the right 90 degrees? Yeah. It was a, the worst leg break I've seen in wrestling since Sid Vicious. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the one we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to jump off the top rope and land on one foot. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he does have half the brain that we do. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, the main show proper started with... Again, someone to not say that to his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the main show... I think I'd still be more scared of Brock. Though. Right, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the main show proper started with a singles match for the Million Dollar Championship. It's a L.A. Knight defend or sorry, L.A. Knight <laughs> defending Eli Drake, Drake <laughs> defending his million dollar championship against Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Cameron Grimes. <laughs> and uh, if Grimes were to lose, Ted DiBiase, yes, the Ted DiBiase would become the L.A. Knight's cool, manager the or L.A. Knight's sorry butler. Asshole in real life, Ted yeah. DiBiase. <laughs> yeah, would become L.A. Knight's personal butler instead of Cameron Grimes. My dad has a story about that if he hasn't told that. Did he tell that on that episode? I don't remember. He was on it? Mm. Yeah. We'll no, have I to get him to I tell have that. have to go okay. back and listen, yeah. We'll have to get him to tell that. All right. Anyway, uh, so pretty good match. Uh, went 16 minutes, and uh, Cameron Grimes came out the winner. And so he was the million-dollar champion. But on Tuesday, he seems to he seemed to have given the title back to Ted, Ted DiBiase. As t- it looked like Ted DiBiase was kind of just leaving NXT after that. And then afterwards, he, he looked like Ted DiBiase went to go give the belt back to Grimes as he was sitting in his limo. And he's just like, hey, this doesn't feel right. And he looked at the bag. He's like, WWEshop.com. And then t- Ted just looks at him and goes, ha, 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 just drives <laughs> off. So. It's a replica the whole time. Well, it wasn't a replica the whole time. It was just the he gave him back a replica and drove off with the Million Dollar Championship. So I uh, guess they have sort of retired the million dollar championship from from NXT. 21 belt back yeah. to 20 yep <laughs> exactly well well yeah like it should only be a, a momentary thing yeah so there's like been... it shouldn't be he, they shouldn't be defending it like they did back then dbic losing it to virgil and then mm-hmm. it i don't even know what happened to it after then you know okay, no idea like the the ftw title in a and aew that's been going on too long yeah too. Mm-hmm. It's time to get rid of that. They gave it to they, yeah, they gave it to Brian Brian Cage and then Ricky Starks won it from him and it's like okay, but it's not like an officially recognized yeah. championship. <laughs> it's time. It's the time. It's time to, fuck yeah. the world. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's time to go back up on Taz's mantle, I think. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Or if Taz needs some money, sell it. He can get a pretty penny for that. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, so two Two new million dollar champions in the modern era, and I guess it's gonna stay like that. I don't know what's gonna happen to Cameron in another Grimes. Ten years when Ted comes out on his walker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> My back. Yeah. It's not even gonna be that loud. It's just gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> or something, something, something along. That, something along. That's his that. new laugh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, next up we had uh, Dakota Kai uh, taking on Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Title. Again, really good match, really solid showing from both women, and I think Dakota Kai's hair is the pinkest thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> goddamn life. 
Like that is the definition of the color pink. Pink, mm-hmm. the musician would be jealous of, the, of that how, color. Uh, the pinkiness of that hair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But uh, nevertheless, solid sh- showing from both women. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez won with a top rope uh, choke slam, I believe. Her fucking yeah, her choke slam finisher thing, power bomb thing. Yeah, called. I don't remember what it's called. I don't think it has a name, but uh, actually, it does, and it kind of sounds racist. Remember? Oh, I don't remember exactly I don't what it's called. Say but yeah, it we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll, wrong. we'll just yeah, we'll just move on from that. <laughs> but yeah, Raquel uh, retains the women's championship. Good match. But the next, oh my god, next Walter Walter versus Ilya Dragunov for the NXT UK title. My God! Dave, fir- did you see Dave Meltzer ra- uh, rated that one? Yes, he gave five point two five. Five point two five. Yeah, his highest rating for a WWE match, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Holy and shit. to be honest, it deserves every little bit of that. Not that I take Dave Meltzer's word as gospel. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen his like, website. I've never seen his sheet. I've nothing. As far as I'm concerned, Dave Meltzer is no different than the three of us. Then it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, he yeah. just has a bigger fan base. Fuck yeah, you, but, Dave. 5.5 stars. Yeah. No, I, I guarantee you it would have been seven stars if it was in the Tokyo Dome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Eight stars. Yeah. You have a star, and you, you have, have a star, star, and you have a star. <laughs> It's Kenny Omega. Holy shit. Ten stars. <laughs> Kenny Omega in the Tokyo Dome. I just creamed my pants. <laughs> Three times. Yeah. But anyway. I have to uh, throw these jeans out now. Right. He's, yeah. Then he's got good refractory period. Man, yeah. That's for sure. But anyway, they, they do say that the sequel is never good as the original, but... I'll be honest here. This match was a little bit slow going at the beginning, which, but for a match like this, it kind of has to be. It just built up. Yeah. Not like the first one where they just like, started murdering each other. Yeah. This isn't Adam Cole <laughs> versus Johnny Gargano where they can just go, 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 go. This is Walter. This is big dude versus small dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is big angry Ger- or Austrian versus uh, little angry small, German. small, no, uh, Russian. Russian. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's Russian. Yeah, big, <laughs> yeah, big angry Austrian versus small, small smaller, angrier Russian dude. <laughs> so, but yeah, the as the match went on, it just got more and more intense. Uh, Ilya Dragunov's chest ended up looking like hamburger by the end of it. <laughs> I don't know how he made it through that, but he uh, by the time the end the the end of the match came, he just was keeping on Walter, giving him elbow strikes to the head, and actually won with a sleeper hold. Walter yeah, tapped out. Yeah, what? Like, I was stunned. Yeah, I was too. And like, uh, Dragonoff overcame all of, uh, I guess you could say the best that Walter could throw at him: the, the chops, the power bombs. I wouldn't want to be chopped like, by Walter. No, I'd rather take big shows, and that looks like it sucks. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> well, you saw, you saw Elias' chest. Like, he took everything that came at him, and he still came out and mm-hmm. won. And later on in the show, they did an interview or. Yeah, I guess uh, if you can call it an interview, it was basically just he was e- Ily- Ilya, Dra- the ghost of Ilya Dragunov just sitting in a chair, just <laughs> holding the title, just like with his chest still looking how it is. And I, I don't remember what the interviewer said to him. It's like, it's like your reaction to winning the UK title is like, I like he just, he, I, I'm pretty sure what he says that he said the general has fallen. Long live the czar. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But I was, I was just, just like, I thought it would be funny if he just looked at her and said like, how do you think I feel? Yeah, like, do you think I just, <laughs> How do you feel? 
ice bath. Yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> what are you doing now? I'm not going to fucking Disneyland. Look at me. Yeah. How do you feel? It's like, how do you, it's like, how do I, I'm not going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> how do I feel? Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There that was, it was a, that was a there tough. Because, well, everyone, of course, knows kayfabe is dead. Mm. There was a photo of the next day they all went like it was Walter and a couple dudes and Elia went to the beach mm-hmm. and Elia's chest. Oh, still, <laughs> Holy mm, still purple. Right. Oh boy, even deeper purple because it's the next more day. purple than the than the color on your shirt there. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a physically intense match and like I honestly didn't really. I was hoping for Elia. I bet on Elia, and. I'm glad he won like longest, probably the longest world title reign in WWE since, uh, since Bruno San Martino, I'd say, uh, Hogan's first run was four years. Oh, four years. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Three, three years. Walters was four. Walters was two and a half. I think this reign. 870 days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, almost three years. And Bruno's <laughs> is never any federation. No, it's never, never touched in seven years. Well, the crowd, the crowd does not have that attention span no. nowadays. <laughs> not, like, not anymore. <laughs> they would turn on Bruno so fast. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this would uh, hard match. Like the next two matches had a hard, uh, hard follow up. But mm-hmm. we got Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole three which was a two out of three falls match or a three stages of hell match, depending on what you want to call or it. Or a loser leaves town match. Uh, well, it, they never said that, oh. but we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a bit. Loser goes to the competition. Yeah. <laughs> loser goes to AEW match. Loser, loser moves on up. Uh, uh, so, yeah, the fall, first fall was a traditional wrestling match, which was won by Kyle O'Reilly uh, with a roll-up, which was surprising in the first five minutes of the match. Uh... Fall two was a street fight, won by Cole via pinfall. And then fall three was a steel cage match, which was won by Kyle O'Reilly. Like, again, five minutes in after he got handcuffed to the rope, the top rope. But then he grabbed Adam Cole's leg and put him in a heel hook and made him tap out. The crowd did not like this one bit. They were chanting (laughs) bullshit. But I was like, well, it could have been better. I I do agree. It could have been way better than what it was. But remember when he put... O'Reilly in the lockjaw. We were all like, "There it is." Yeah, there's Britt Bayhap. <laughs> His girlfriend's move, and even Britt. Britt, <laughs> I think, tweeted. AW confirmed. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yes. yeah. That's. I think that was kind of a nod to her. Yeah, of course it was. But uh, yeah, well, when uh, Britt he put even, it in, he started laughing. So yeah, Britt tweeted about it afterwards. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she yeah. did. If I do this, she's putting out tonight for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If you I get... have to drive a town over. Worth it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I like again. It was a good match, not as good as their first match, uh, or even their match. I'd say at uh, Great American Bash, but again, it wasn't horrible. No, it, it was it was really good. And we, all three of us, we all have to pat ourselves on the back because I think we called not only who was going to win, but okay, who's going to win the first one, mm-hmm. who's going to win the second, and what the results of the third is going to be and i think we're all dead bang yeah with with those with those sequences as well that makes me think because they basically punked cole out made him tap out 
to one guy with an arm tied behind his back for yeah. all it, you know, for all intents and purposes, he taps out for, for to the one-handed guy because you know they say when you do when you're on your way out, you do the honors and go out on your back. So that's once you do that, the job. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So when Cole tapped out, I'm like, oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's going to AEW. He wasn't on NXT the night after, and well, <laughs> the next the next two episodes of NXT have been taped already. So I don't. I doubt he's gonna. Right. He's gonna be there. And as of uh, this past Friday, two days ago, uh, his contract officially expired with WWE, and there was no word whether he signed. Another contract with them, or if he signed with AEW, or what he's doing. But I guess we're going to have to see where uh, Mr. Cole pops up again. Ends up. It's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. 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 And is he still going to be Adam Cole? Like, he's, he's well, really he, was, he, was at, he was Adam Cole in ROH. Well, I hope, uh, I hope WWE didn't take that name, because his real name is Austin Jenkins. So... I hope WWE didn't retain the rights to Adam Cole. Adam Cole baby sounds better than Austin Jenkins. Austin baby. Jenkins, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. now Austin Cole. Austin Cole. Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> we had too many Austins. Yeah. No, Austin, just... Steve Austin, Austin Theory. Yeah. yeah um, Air Austin Aries. Jen- oh, yeah. We're, Jenkins we're done. Cole. Jenkins Cole. <laughs> that sounds dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, no. so it's. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I did too. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what what uh, the future holds for Mister Cole, Mister Bay Bay, because <laughs> I hope he doesn't show up on Raw. Oh, uh, no, no. If anything, SmackDown, please. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Like, let's see. Like, okay, well, they're they're getting rid of all they they, they had all those releases, mm-hmm. and here we are. We're able to do what we do. And do our do our do our speculations, and then one by one we see where they do end up, and it's it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. where 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 Cole does end up. And I don't, I I want him out of the WWF. Mm-hmm. AEW would would be fine, but honestly, uh, Ring of Honor, Impact, NWA, I I would want him in any one of those. New Japan, even yeah yeah oh for sure for sure yep. Well, he he brought the ROH World Championship into the Bullet Club when he was the champion there. So, that, mm-hmm. so hey, yeah, and he's, he's all of his buddies work in AEW. His his girlfriend's there, so I think all signs point to all Adam Cole is all elite. All so. elite. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Thigh slaps will be all elite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Like I'm I'm anticipating a match eventually between Adam Cole and uh, and uh, Kenny Omega, but I guess we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then the main event. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> was, uh, Joey Samoe. Yeah, Joey Samoan Joseph. <laughs> Samoan Joseph. Samoan Joe. Or Samoa, <laughs> Samoa, yeah. <laughs> Samoa Joe. And his uh, 33 and a third chance taking on Karrion Cross uh, for the NXT Championship. This match was good, but not really the caliber of a main event that I expect from an NXT TakeOver. That being said, Joe came out the winner as I really expected because Karrion Cross had already been on Raw for several weeks, so yeah, kind of knew he was writing going, was, he was on buried the him was in going his up. First yeah. yeah, yep. So now he's uh, Karrion Cross is on Raw full time doing his uh, Lord Humongous gimmick uh, from Mad Max, basically with, with, with whatever that mask he's wearing now. 
Oh, okay. Like, he basically looks like Lord Humongous from Mad Max, if you if you know. I, yeah. I know. Like, just from, walk away. Remember, remember <laughs> from Mad remember, Max and the wrestler. Remember Rikishi's yeah. old gimmick, the Sultan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That. He kind of looks it's like that. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> or that movie that Sean Connery was in, where he had like the long ponytail with the with the two red suspenders. I don't know the name of the movie, but I know the the one picture of Sean Connery that I'm. Yeah, I'm. Lots of people have seen it. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to. Like a, red, red suspenders. Yeah, like Sean. Uh, hold on. Not League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. No, 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 no. Or not the Avengers. The Avengers remake from the British series. No. Because uh, those those are my favorite Sean Connery movies. Really? Not uh, not Dr. No? or oh, those, 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 <laughs> those are good, but my James Bond will always be Roger Moore. Okay. Oh, okay. That's fair. Uh, this picture. <laughs> oh. You recognize that? Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that goes back oh, a ways. Here's the Sultan. <laughs> Oh, that yeah. that that goes back. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's okay for any, for obviously this this is audio, but imagine Sean Connery in the '60s as a Chippendale dancer. Zardoz, that's the name of the movie. Oh, Zardoz. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Carrying Cross's uh, in-ring attire looks like Sean Connery from Zardoz, but his oh. mask and everything makes him kind of look like Lord Humongous from, okay. <laughs> from Mad Max. Scarlet with him? Nope. Nope. Oh, what are they doing with her? Apparently the plan was when they brought uh, Carrie and Tara was he has to get over first and then they'll bring Scarlet. Because he that was makes already, fucking sense. He was already over. Yeah. But remember, nobody watches the developmental. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're Vince. I guess that's why it moved to Tuesdays anyway. Well, that was the that's the idea of the de- the developmental. There, no one is supposed to watch it except a very very niche of a niche of a niche audience. Mm-hmm. To, you know that way you can there's the, the, the they're supposed to be training, getting them experience in front of an audience, a small audience. Once once they expanded NXT to the third brand. You totally lost the concept. Mm-hmm. This well, is why OVW works so well. Yeah, you know, and FCW. Right. Yeah, because there's small in smaller independent leagues with. Yeah, they had their audience, but not nearly enough. Mm-hmm. It's just ah. Yeah. yeah, like considering all the rumors we've heard about NXT uh, rebranding, and it seems obvious now that with the new logo has leaked. That's uh, terrible. It, yeah, it's it's not great. Someone wrote it on the wall and they threw a can of paint at it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the the format and f- everything about NXT is about to change. And uh, after September 14th, I believe, is would be the first new episode of this new era of NXT. No longer the black and gold brand from, <laughs> okay. from the looks of it. Yeah. It's this, uh, the new logo is a uh, different font and... They seem to be using a hip-hop theme song as opposed to the metal theme songs that have been used in the past. Uh, and someone threw up. Oh. Yeah, it looks like someone just took a bunch of paint and threw it at the logo. And This works. Yep. Yep. Wow, wow. So I, I, I can tell just by the way your both of your guys' demeanors have changed. Okay. You're not looking forward to the new NXT. I'm scared. I'm, I'm very scared. We went, me and Matt went from happy to pissed yeah. off. <laughs> right, right yeah, like, it, it's bitter. Like, the, well, 
uh, well, I'll just say right now, I'm going to give NXT TakeOver 36 a horns up because it was mm-hmm. a very good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me but too. At, at the same time, very bittersweet because it's going probably going to be the last TakeOver of its kind that we're going to see. Do you think? Okay, because I heard stuff like um, they're not interested in small guys. They're they're going back to the big guys. Yeah, they want guys in their twenties. Nobody under six, six. Yeah, nobody under six feet. Yeah. Now, do you remember? This isn't the nineties, okay. Vince. Mm. <laughs> Stop you, it. You remember when Vince tried to rebrand the EECW? Oh, WWE ECW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the the absolute oh, horrible. Horrible job they did with that. Yeah. This is starting to reek of history repeating itself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But Vince I'm has great nervous. ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, ECW yeah. had to be sacrificed in order for NXT to become a thing in the first place. That's true. And it started off as a game show. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But then Triple H got a hold of it and rebranded it into essentially this mega indie show, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like... They signed up all these, like, uh... When was the pop- first NXT? Was it 2012? 2012. At, was, like, I think the first, it was... The first two or three years was the game show. Yeah, I think it was today or yesterday. It was when Seth became the first NXT champion. Hmm. Oh, yeah, Seth Rollins was the first NXT champion. Beating Jinder Mahal. Wow. Hmm. All right. Time flies. That was almost, <laughs> well, nine years ago. Jesus Christ. Wow, it doesn't wow. seem that long, wow. No, and like NXT has gone through, uh, it, it it like was steadily going up and up and up and up, and then like between 2017 and 2019, they absolutely were putting on some of the best wrestling shows I've ever seen. Like the takeovers involving like Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Adam Cole, Aleister Black, Ricochet, all uh, Velveteen Dream, even to an extent, but like, well, I know he's got some shady shit going on, but <laughs> no, that didn't keep his character and his matches from being entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't like the guy, but I gotta say his work was outstanding. Oh, for sure. But that all being said, once the once the show moved to cable, became two hours, was competing with AEW. It was still a good show, but it lost out in the ratings, and they moved it down. To Tuesdays. And now this is just Triple H being punished. Yeah. Triple H couldn't cut it promoting his own (laughs) brand against uh against the cons. But so now Vince has got to get his fingers in it and uh 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 John Laryngitis is gonna get in there as well because he's now back with the company and people power people power and Bruce Pritchard. (laughs) They're all they're all involved in this new NXT. And (laughs) I guess like what if with the new NXT logo being all the colors and stuff, it is. What if the GM is Brother Love? No, I suppose uh. that's I suppose that's better than the other person that we had in mind. But bro, my uh, my <laughs> yeah, and it's not Matt Riddle. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. But I was who here remembers Judy Bagwell on a four? <laughs> <laughs> my worst fear, and I pray that this does not happen, is that. On the first episode of the new NXT, they're going to be in the ring, and they're going to strip everybody of their titles. All the storylines are going to be re- reset. Right. It's going to be WCW in 2000 when Eric Bischoff and and, and Vince Russo and came yeah, back in, yeah, and started the whole, the whole thing. Yeah. And then they're going to announce, <laughs> and then they're going to announce 
Vince Russo was the new general manager of NXT. And then I shut off my TV. Jeez. Oh, mm-hmm. Actually, that... I'd watch the train wreck. <laughs> I'd watch it for a couple episodes, would, but then it yeah. would definitely give us fodder for this show. It definitely would. It definitely Guys, would. Did you hear? The first NXT takeover with Russo in charge for some reason has a triple cage. A triple cage match. <laughs> a triple cage match in the CWC. Yeah. Bro, yeah. we have to take off the roof, bro. No audience, bro. <laughs> the I cages swear- are side by side, bro. Yeah. It's a it's war games, bro, with three cages. <laughs> <laughs> It would be like uh, that, it would be like WCW's World War Three pay per view with the three rings with each one with a cage around it. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch it, but how it would be executed, I just have no idea. I can't even fathom that shit right now. <laughs> We're all just making up shit that hasn't even happened yet. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, normally, when you fan, when you fantasy book. You're coming up with good stuff. Yeah. Good matches. Now, what are we doing here? Let's that see what kind of shit ha- we can come up with. That means it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see what shit we can come up with. Well, going into the new NXT, apparently the word the word on the internet is that WWE are not going to be scouting indie shows anymore for talent. They're just going to be doing homegrown, factory processed superstars. So they're going to see people on the street. Are How old are you? What, yeah. 26? How tall are you? 6'1? You want to wrestle? <laughs> yeah, you want to wrestle. <laughs> but uh want to make some money. <laughs> so basically what we're gonna be getting is an attempted recreation of OVW in the early 2000s when the likes of Randy Orton, John Cena, and Dave Batista were and going Lesner. through yeah, and Brock Lesnar were going through that whole thing. Oh, nobody who's ever wrestled for an indie promotion, nobody who's an indie darling, to quote the uh internet wrestling community. We're going to be basically getting Vince McMahon trying to create from the bottom up superstars in his vision that are worthy of headlining WrestleMania. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, but, but let's kind of flip flip the coin here, especially from a guy like me and my and the way I look at things. Now the indie darlings, okay, if the WWF isn't an option for them because they're already the indie darling. Um, impact, yeah, Ring of Honor, like impact, Ring this, of Honor, this and could AEW. really That's, work out, yeah, for, for the other smaller yeah, promotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah we could so. see a lot of the indie guys uh, getting well, not really television time, but at least uh, national exposure through dark and dark elevation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, even yeah, Impact and Ring of Honor, possibly even someday Rampage and Dynamite. So it could end up working in the favor of. The other companies, however, yeah, can't sign everybody. So, exactly. yeah. also, as we're speaking, someone came out of retirement over the weekend. Oh, Steve Carino. Oh, right. Ah, <laughs> the Carino. Look at the Carino. Yeah. <laughs> the Carino came out of retirement to wrestle his son. Okay. On his twenty-fifth birthday, at the thirteenth anniversary of PWF. Oh, that's not bad. That's oh, yeah, not you bad. were yeah, you were telling us about that the other day. How the did match that... was like thirty eight minutes? Wow, thirty eight. Wow, I'm surprised Carino could do that. Yeah, um, very good. Snowy would appreciate it because oh no, good. yeah, well, not only Carino's because of the, Carino, he's the, king of the old school right? for sure, for sure. And I've seen Colby on NWA, and that kid's got potential. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and it was very good. So we're gonna watch that after we're done here. 
I'd be down for that. Five time, yes. We yep. will definitely watch it. <laughs> okay, cool. cool. Um, but yeah, it was a very good match. Surprised Steve could fucking still go. Yeah. He's in an amazing shape for his age. Hmm. Well, that's good to hear. Right on. Right on. Right on. If, and if, if, if NXT tanks, okay, like for what I'm looking forward to, you know, um, I could. I'm very good at tuning the WWE out the the main roster. Mm-hmm. I would have no problem erasing NXT out of my consciousness. And there's there's so much wrestling on that be between. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you like, tend to get a little bit burned out if you yeah. if you have to so follow if, everything. If there's one less show on that I have no interest in. I'm not going to cry any tears. Up I, have right. <laughs> right. I have IWTV. I'm good. I have IWTV. That's good. right. Yeah. yeah. Like I have networks and all that. Like I don't, I don't need the cock. Yeah. You know? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> cock. I don't need it. Like if, if NXT tanks and I don't even get my takeovers any, anymore, you know, like why do I, do I keep the network? Like, like yeah. Well, there's nothing I, on it then. Yeah. What am I spending my 10 bucks a month on? All we need the network for really is well, we gotta watch Mania. And SummerSlam oh, well. It's Mania, <laughs> SummerSlam, Rumble. And Survivor Series. And Survivor Series. Yeah. And that's and it. And money in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so basically so all the pay per views. Those five. Just yeah, those five. Okay. <laughs> the other seventeen WWE pay per views can fuck off. Just five. <laughs> yep. The elephant in the living room. Right now, but we're downstairs. Okay, has been <laughs> this is the rec room. <laughs> no, that's right. The elephant in the living room has been Punk's return. Mm. CM Punk's return to pro wrestling, and that amazing promo that he cut. Yep, chills. Yeah, chills in the back of my neck, on my legs, and my arms. Loved every second. Of Absolutely it. fantastic. I left pro wrestling in two thousand five. <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah, and now and now I'm back. Yeah, that was that was amazing because he's like he was denouncing sports entertainment, and he he did it all without even mentioning the WWE by name once. Right. I loved right. it, and we all knew exactly what he was talking about. Oh yeah, the way he put Ring of Honor over. Scored extra points in my book for, for for that. It was absolutely when 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 the when the music hit and it was cult of personality. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Even right down to that staticky sound at the beginning, like there was another view on that on some vlogs I've been watching while Sammy Guevara's. Yeah, and now Evil Uno has one. Oh, really? And it's just them, like, in the top of the rafters, just filming Punk coming out, Mm -hmm. and just everybody jumping. Hmm. And I sent one of those videos to Dad. I'm like, okay, skip to, like, 11 minutes where they show Punk coming out. And then he texts me back, why am I crying? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Crying like that guy in the audience. Yeah, that's that's something that I was going to be building up to and all that. Okay, sorry. As awesome as the whole scenario was, okay, and as a, as a wrestling fan, I marked out. I enjoyed it mm-hmm. and all that. To see some of these grown ass men, this this was the highlight of their year, okay. And the one fucking guy, like I had to do a double take. He's not crying. 
This supposed grown ass man is not but now, crying. It's still real to him, damn it. <laughs> but now Tommy Dreamer's flying about to bounce. That's another thing I wanted to ask you guys about. Yeah, what, what because was, what he was still that about? cares about the business. Mm. Wow, like what would he do with this guy? No idea. Yeah, you know, like is he just gonna b- b- bring him in, send him at ringside in the impact zone, Basically, and then yeah. have him and cry? Then, yeah. <laughs> okay. You re- remember when um, Draws used to puke on command? Can you cry on command, kid? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't show this to Vince. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. He's okay. gonna cry. But, but he's gonna cry. He's gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God yeah. forbid! Oh jeez, oh, yeah, yeah. And I loved the passion. The passion was yeah, yeah because the, the like, yeah, and I and okay, it's pro wrestling. You can't always believe what they're saying. Even okay, what 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 have I said in in the past? When a wrestler is telling the truth, it's thirty percent bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay, when he's lying, it's thirty percent truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there, there was no hiding this. No, he was stoked. He was yeah. happy to be there. He was happy that they hammered out a deal. He's ready to come back. He's, he's feeling, he's feeling good about it again. And quite frankly, I like how they're booking him with Darby. Like they, they, they didn't throw the world title on him in. 26 no. seconds no. on his first match back. This isn't TNA. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, this isn't this isn't some sort of bullshit that they did with with Becky or whatever. They're going about it right. Mm-hmm. You know. But it's going to be sad to see Darby Allen booed in Chicago next week. Well, you got to take the bad with the good. Like Right. Yeah. Right. And honestly, I'm not taking a side that a match like that show me a good match. Yeah, I'll cheer for both. Yeah, if, if Punk still got it, this is his his time to shine. Mm-hmm. So, right, right on, right on. Yeah, and the ice cream bar. Oh, that yeah. was the yeah. <laughs> hey, you have an ice cream bar on me. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was beautiful. I loved uh, it. And that was another jab at you know? WWE because yeah, mm-hmm. that was the whole like one of his contract negotiations. We want to bring back the old ice cream. 2011, bars. yeah, was to bring back the old WWE ice cream bars, <laughs> and they did for a for a little bit, and then they got rid of them again. Right, but that was just to it appease. It was like them. a month, I think they had. Them. Yeah, right, right. and then uh, yeah, every 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 person at the United Center, which is a bigger arena than where uh, uh, All Out is being held, mind you, <laughs> like mm-hmm. the second episode of their B show. Sells out the largest arena, I think, in Chicago, <laughs> and uh, with the with not even an advertisement or a promise that CM Punk was going to be there, and a lot of people saying if some, if Punk's not here, we're going to riot. You know, no pressure. Okay, because you you build every, every everyone up like that, and on the way to the venue, the taxi has a flat. Oh yeah, or he trips. You know, he's. He's or all the excited. Day of, Tony asks him to do something, and Punk <laughs> he, says no. He slips. He slips on a bar of soap in the shower, and he all that. He slips on and, the ice cream bar. Yeah, he <laughs> slips on an ice cream bar. Now, what happens? You have a sold-out United Center that are ready to explode. That the building's going to be burned down. <laughs> then, yeah, if Punk doesn't show up. So, like, wow, like that. They they put a lot of eggs in that basket. Yep. And if it like if, if it the didn't deal, deliver, if the deal would have fell through last second. 
Oh, I have a feeling that the the deal was already. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they, they put pen to paper weeks before. Probably yeah. yeah. Why is there yeah. ten thousand security guards outside? Well, yeah. pumps wait, not wait here. For it. <laughs> it's like why are there guys in riot gear hanging? <laughs> oh, just wait, just to wait. Yeah, and I thought I thought it was very telling. The next interview he did uh, on Dynamite when everyone was doing the yes movement. Yes. Oh yes, yeah. Yes. And then he drops it. Yeah, he <laughs> says, that's someone else's shtick. You'll have to be a little <laughs> more patient. Be a little more patient. Yeah. He basically said that Daniel Bryanson is on his way <laughs> is on his way here. The Dragon and, America. And I, I, yeah. I'm excited yep. for it. Yep. I've uh I haven't been this excited since AEW became a thing. <laughs> like it's definitely yes, between what's going on in the NWA. I recently became an honor club member for the first time. Okay. And all of this movement going on, this is a hell of a time to be a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't been this stoked since I knew, like, like the very first Double or Nothing, which was the very first ever right. uh, AEW pay-per-view. They didn't even have any championships at that time, but still, it was a great show. And I was, after that match with Kenny Omega and Jericho that headlined the show, like just seeing John Moxley walk down through the crowd and get in the ring <laughs> two and every weeks after <laughs> yeah two weeks WWE. after leaving WWE and I was just like there it is that's it like as when he attacked uh, Kenny Omega and they threw him off the stage and then the show faded to black the only thing that went through my mind was I'm so happy this is a thing mm-hmm. I'm so happy that this is a thing that exists today. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to witness it for sure. And for now, sure. when Punk came out at Rampage, the exact same thing went through my head: was I'm so glad this is happening. And when Daniel Bryan eventually shows up, I'm sure that I'm gonna think the exact same <laughs> thing. All of us we're, singing the final yeah. countdown next weekend. <laughs> yep, we're for that too. And potentially even when Adam Cole shows up, maybe with the Bullet Club, who knows? But right. they're gonna have to play off that whole. He shows thing. up with the Japan Bullet Club. Yeah, well, that's that's the the Bullet Club. The Bullet the Club. Bullet Club. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When uh, they're gonna have, they're, they're they're gonna have to resolve that whole uh, angle on being the elite. How Adam Cole is technically dead in that universe because they poisoned him right right uh, as he was leaving Ring of Honor to mm-hmm. go to NXT. <laughs> <laughs> so so they're gonna have to yeah they're gonna have to play up that whole thing. Well, look at look at real life soap soap operas. People yeah. die all the time and then they come back. And, yeah. So hey, hey, with- two or three weeks later, hello. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah they, they 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 I think they parodied that on The Simpsons a long time ago, where this guy just walks through the door. He's like Reverend Reverend McLeod. I thought you were dead. He just goes, I was. <laughs> No, not. It's amazing how that happens. That one season where that chick fell off the cliff or got thrown off the cliff, and then like, I think it was like even like eight or nine months later, same actor. She just walks in. Back all came back all still with like some bruises and stuff. Be like, is that the show with the hourglass? Young and the Restless. I. Yes. Oh, no, that was days, no, days of our lives. So. Yeah. yeah, like Sands of the Hourglass. Yeah. these are the days of our lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, even in a thing like, today. Uh, I don't know. My young my, and restless is still going. Really? Yeah. Well, day, I know. Uh, my grandma used to watch Days of Our Lives and The Young and the Restless whenever she would babysit me. That's the, the only time I would ever watch right. soap operas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, my my mother didn't enjoy the soap operas and all that. Yeah, and all that, especially Coronation Street in England. 
Oh, that, yeah. that, that was my mom's favorite. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. With all of this movement, Becky's back, Brock's back, Punk's back. Brian's coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is this going to move the needle for pro wrestling as a whole? Well, here's here's the sad thing. Punk's in over a week on YouTube got under a million views. His return. Okay. Like just under. Brock got over a million views from his return in a day. Okay. Yeah, but we're this this is brand versus brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless, no no matter what AEW does, okay, right now AEW doesn't have the same cachet that WCW. They don't have the global did. recognition. That, for now, for now. That doesn't mean that 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 can't change. Mm-hmm. Like when it's it's not with with the WWF, it's not any one wrestler, it's the brand that's over the most. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's how they create all of these big stars. So I'm really not surprised, you know, that Brock is is getting more attention, mm-hmm. you know, at least in that capacity. Yeah, you have than, to think than, uh, than Punk is. Yeah, you have to think that like a lot of the people in Saudi Arabia probably don't even know what AEW is. Right. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Or in for many sure. countries around the world, they probably don't even know that it even exists. Like oh. I, 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 I know. I guaranteed there's people like in all over North America. People obviously know about AEW in England. That's it's a thing. Japan probably, but elsewhere, mm-hmm. do they really know? Do they like? Yeah. And even in North America, <laughs> every, yeah, punks. Every, everyone knows who the WWF is. Yeah, this dumb. Does bitch. everyone know what well, AEW is? This has nothing to do with wrestling. Oh, well then, what? Then the, keep it, keep it to your. But it's hilarious because <laughs> she deserved it. Okay. A dumb okay. lady jumped in the the polar bear enclosure at the Berlin Zoo today and got attacked. Okay. Okay. I guess That's... natural fucking selection. Yeah, there it is. I suppose. Right, All right. right cool. Right there. <laughs> anyway, because segue pro- back into. <laughs> because like pro wrestling as a whole right now is is at an all time low. And it's it's going to take something huge, like a new world order angle, mm-hmm. something like that. And I would really like Punk coming back to move the needle and all that. But we're still only dealing with wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. Do you That's think true. this has the potential to if start it, making mm-hmm. headway as a whole? I don't know, because. Granted, Punk's appearance on Dynamite wasn't announced, even though we already knew it was going to happen. Right, like it was pretty right. pretty obvious. the The second episode of Rampage, and it's a pretty much in a death slot as far as Friday nights go for television. Yeah. Fuck, still got it's after the Tribal <laughs> Chief. Show. Yeah, it got one point one million views. SmackDown got two point one million views. Yeah, and. I don't know. It's like, it's hard to say, especially after like Roman Reigns even said CM Punk didn't move the needle like John Cena or The Rock did. I I guess that's true, but I don't know. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. Like when you get 15,000 people that are louder than 50 when Brock came back. Yeah, that's true. That is also (laughs) true, but. Like, I, yeah, the, the stadium was going nuts, but it's like, this is nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was, there's, there's definitely more more passion on the, the other channel. 
No, for a guy that's yeah, for a guy that redebuted in his hometown after seven years away. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. He gave for you sure, yeah. for sure. And like so. that sign in the crowd, they've been chanting it for two thousand seven hundred and sixty six days. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I even saw memes like your where like punk was getting like a little choked up about the reaction. It was just like a picture of him like on the cusp of crying and it's just like you're he's like the feeling when you when they finally chant CM Punk at the right person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like I'm looking forward to where it's going to go whether or not it can uh garner that same level of mainstream and pop culture success like wrestling had 20 years ago. Doubtful, but again, I would be cool wait if and see. it's going to be a, it's going to be a good ride. Yep. I would be cool if they did like Oh, I know how they do like the battle royals, but if they did like a Royal Rumble type pay-per-view. Well, they kind of already do that with the with the Casino Battle Royale. Yeah. Cuz they got the the guys coming out and then they got the Joker, which mm-hmm. is essentially the number 30 slot, the surprise, the big surprise. <laughs> but uh <laughs> the new guy we signed. <laughs> yep. But uh and I I love how punks like uh, the, my favorite line from his promo on Dynamite was how he said, "I'm retiring the nickname, the voice, of the voiceless, because I don't need it anymore. Right. Because everybody mm-hmm. here has a voice. People listen to people's opinions, and yeah, I guess uh, to segue into our turnbuckle talk, nobody's going to be given shitty gimmicks. <laughs> we hope. Yeah. We hope. Yes, mm. yes, that is an absolute mm. perfect way to do to do that because. For this week's turnbuckle talk, something a little bit, a little, little bit different when we're talking about how, yeah, wrestling might be at an all time low. There was at one time where it was kind of at an all time high Mm -hmm. during the territory days. Yep. And all that, where you had, excuse me, you had all of these fantastic wrestlers in the sport, Vince, of wrestling, (laughs) Vince. Where people fought for titles, Vince. Vince. Belts, Belts, Vince. Vince. <laughs> every, every Vince, fucking Vince, Vince. single Vince, Vince. word, yes, Vince. Yes. A belt goes around your pants. <laughs> you had, you had all throughout, all throughout the world, but we're kind of focusing probably mainly on the United States and Canada. Mm-hmm. You had all of these great territories that filled up arenas constantly, every week, okay, all over the country. And there was a huge, huge roster of talent. Now, the brass ring at the time, though, the idea was to still to get to the WWF, get to WCW, and all that. And... There have been too many occasions where these fantastic territory wrestlers who were just amazing on their own, you know, through their own promo work and their own work rate and just being all around awesome, they end up going to the WWF and all of a sudden that's not good enough. What made them so amazing was not good enough a race and that's still happening today <laughs> it's, it's still mean, happening it's still today yeah. today a number of awesome wrestlers some even ended up their careers just going down the toilet because they went to wwf they went to wcw given the worst possible shit to work with fucking gimmicks 
ever that nobody and, would ever be able to get over. <laughs> to get no, no matter what you did, yeah. no matter you could give it a hundred and ten percent, you could give it your all, give it your own spin or whatever. There is no way. But it's that such good some shit. Of these, <laughs> some of these we're gonna go go over, and I remember when I brought this up to you guys, the first thing you guys said. Oh, like the Red Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect you, example. You, you know, guys. And it was that. That was the whole reason behind this whole talk. Mm-hmm. Huge Terry, Terry Taylor fan in the NWA and the UWF. Oh, when they brought him into the WWF there and uh, gave him the Red Rooster you know, with the with, with with the hair done up and he's clucking like a chicken. It's like the red mohawk. Yeah. yeah. Like fuck, this can't be real. <laughs> like what what's going on? What happened to Terry Taylor? What makes you think like this is a thing and this will work? And it didn't. What was your guys? Okay, because I, I was there. I remember it as it was going on. But mm-hmm. when you guys saw it. Saw the red rooster the first time. What went through your head? I thought like that. That was when I realized fully that Vince McMahon does not care about what happens elsewhere. He just and he doesn't care if you're a good wrestler. He wants to know if you can be a television star. Right. He wants you then to play a character that he has come up with in his mind. And he's like, if you can't get this over, you'll never get over, kid. <laughs> Or pal, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Even though I sold out all 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 over North America just as me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No one that, watches other leagues. <laughs> that was definitely one of the worst that I had seen. Mm. But we're not going. Most of these are going to be the WWF, but we're going to balance the scales here a bit. Mike, awesome. Oh boy. Oh no. <laughs> Mike Awesome, who lived up to the moniker in ECW. The career killer. He was absolutely amazing. He yep. was a big guy, fantastic work rate, could fly like a luchador. Yep. For a big guy like that and had so many awesome matches. Mm-hmm. What on earth <laughs> made, made, and I think it was Russo. That taking that, what we saw in ECW and putting into a national platform, there's no reason why he couldn't have gotten over like that. Well, when they first brought him in, they did give him the career killer gimmick where he was like beating people up and like in kayfabe, putting them in the hospital and or in wheelchairs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then the career killer soon after that became the fat chick the thriller. fat chick thriller yeah oh and then that 70s that guy. 70s guy who had the lava lamp lounge <laughs> on nitro <laughs> and thunder oh. and it was oh what made anyone think that this was going to oh like i was just really mm-hmm. this is absolutely terrible and i you know he's he's no longer with us now, so I don't think we're blasting him. We're blasting the booking decisions. what he was crowded with. Mm-hmm. Would he still be wrestling? I don't know. That's a that's a good question. Tanaka still is, and he's still mm. taking chair shots to the fucking <laughs> brain. Well, he I know Mike not... Awesome and Tanaka's match at the 2005 One Night Stand was the show stealer of the whole oh, show. Oh yeah, so. and what they did in ECW was yeah. just yeah. incredible. Yeah, I'm so glad we started getting 
ECW up here and the pay-per-views up yep, here. Dad at, started at waking time. me up at three in the morning to watch <laughs> ECW. <laughs> that's good. Even, even his that's, uh, that's parenting right there. Yeah, even even his gimmick when he first came into the WWF as opposed to WCW was like a little even a little bit better than that seventies guy. And then, well, mm-hmm. even after that seventies guy, what he turned Canadian at some point, I think. Yeah, didn't he join the anti-Americans? Yeah, he yeah. Jo- or he joined Team Canada with Lance Storm and uh, Elix Skipper. Yeah, and Major Hacksaw guns. Duggan was part of that as oh, well. He, he turned his back on America. And- well, he it was after I think yeah, Duggan was in there for a while. Then he started to turn face again back to America, and then then awesome beat up uh, Duggan <laughs> unexpectedly, and then. Yeah, that's when he then my own Mike Awesome joined Team Canada, cut nice. the mullet for a short, proper haircut that all the Canadians have to have. Apparently, <laughs> I thank you for reminding me. I did. I didn't even have Duggan on the list. Like he he was absolutely fantastic in Mid South and then mm-hmm. UWF for for a short while and all that. Showed up to the WWF and here's a two by four. Here's a, here's a two by four, and he he did the whole thing and all that. It it was <laughs> if you took the good gimmick but you cartooned it up a bit. Yeah, that was the new Duggan for the family friendly. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah they 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 took that idea, well, made it a little more the bushwhackers too. Oh yeah, on the list. Good good segue because as you may you guys may recall during the our our Bobby Eaton ep- episode. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I mentioned the seeing the one time I saw the Midnight Express live they were their opponents were the sheep herders this amazing brutal brutal tag team in puerto rico and in mexico and all that and it's just like amazing fantastic mm-hmm. they were doing all the hardcore shit they, before they were they were hardcore before hardcore was cool before they became luke and butch, <laughs> luke and butch. <laughs> sign on to the yeah. wwf and then holy shit yeah what the fuck vin <laughs> just do this <laughs> just do this lick each other's head yeah. now you've gone from that to this this cartoon character mm-hmm. ah to their credit though all right that was a ridiculous gimmick. Didn't kill their career though. They actually it actually got over mm-hmm. and they went on to have a, a big career within within the WWF. Yeah. I can think of another tag team that, yeah, again, uh started off kind of shitty, but then eventually it turned out they to be one of the best tag teams in the company's history was the Dudley Boys. When they came over from ECW right. initially. And they gave Bubba Ray that stutter gimmick. Oh, yeah. And as I have a natural stutter, as it comes out every once in a while on, uh-huh. on the show here and all that, that that kind of bothered me. Yeah, because because he's a, he's a great talker. He's a great promo. Oh, absolutely. Why would you kneecap that? They gave them made them talk like. Well, no, they still had the tie dye, and they still looked like how they did in ECW at first, but then. Yeah, when he would he would do the promo and he would get to the, he's like because we're the and then Devon would hit him in the back of the head and then he would oh, finally oh. get a Dudley boys. Yeah, and that that's supposed to be funny. Like, uh, according to Vince, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Look at that. Vince bastard, thinks yeah. like poop and dog food and farts and yeah. uh, stutters. Uh, Dude, yeah. Being a vegan, I guess, is funny. The guy's uh, seventy five, going on fifty. Appar- apparently, apparently. Uh, Vince just thinks apes are hilarious. 
Yeah. Okay. According to Chris Jericho, he thinks apes are the funniest, just apes in their existence, how they are, are wow. just the funniest things ever. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I could totally see that. Uh-huh. Keeping with the whole tag teams, right? My all-time favorite tag team, okay, was Bad Company, former AWA tag team champions, Pat Tanaka, Paul Diamond, their manager, Diamond Dallas Page, before he became a wrestler. Mm-hmm. I loved this package. Their matches against Midnight Rockers, the, the Rock and Roll Express, and, and AWA world champions, fantastic. The WWF comes sniffing. They signed Pat Tanaka. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in not, instead of bringing Paul Diamond in and continuing the greatness, and I'm sorry, I'm being biased here. Instead of continuing the greatness of B-A-double-D bad, <laughs> they bring in another Oriental wrestler, Sato, Sato, Sato. I'm not. It's getting fuzzy here now. And now it's the Orient Express. Oh, right. (laughs) Wow. It's like, well, what are we going to do? Well, we got these Japanese guys. Uh, uh, Okay, Express is a thing. They're Oriental. The Orient Express. Get them out there with Mr. Fuji. (sighs) A little racist, isn't it? When you really think about it. Oh, yeah, totally. There's no way they can be anything other than 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 this and the orient express never went anywhere never got anywhere near the title picture didn't hardly got a chance to get over sato left they bring paul diamond in under a mask call him kato i believe it was and then shortly after that you know the orient express was dead bad company was dead and snowy was pissed Mm mm-hmm like that. <laughs> so that's that's one of the things I never really forgave Vince. Well, speaking of like or, speaking of like Oriental and racist, does anybody remember that gimmick that Kai and Tai had when it was uh like they, they were in, they were in uh like the the group was the WWE uh staple in the Attitude Era where it was like Takamishinoku, Funaki, oh, uh, right. two other guys, and then Mr. Fuji was there as well. I, I don't remember the two other guys. Please forgive me. But then the two other guys eventually left, so did Mr. Fuji, and then it eventually just became uh, Taka and Funaki. Right. And then they got this gimmick where, like, they went from basically being the Japanese mafia, essentially, to these (laughs) two guys. Yeah, the Yakuza, yeah. (laughs) And uh, eventually they just had this gimmick where they would talk on the microphone, but the voices that would come through would actually be Shane McMahon and Bruce Prichard talking with Japanese accents. Basically uh, parodying those, uh, yeah, Japanese kung fu films that were dumbed, dubbed over. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's not racist at all. No, not no. at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Especially when you got two white guys doing their best impersonations of a Japanese, stereotypical Japanese accent. Like, oh, yeah, totally not racist whatsoever. No. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. One of the hottest things in about 1987 in the territories owen hart's debut in stampede wrestling ah the blue blazer (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah his rookie year and then going into his second year he was absolutely amazing you saw all of the potential there and he had one hell of an angle 
with one muck and sing muck and sing yeah yeah here's your homework guys go on to youtube look up some stampede wrestling from 86 87 muck and sing was absolutely one of the best heels you were ever going to find and on the mic he was amazing the character was fantastic he was the epitome of territory heel okay and the the feud between Owen Hart and Mockinsing was just off the hook. Cool. All right. Okay. Now <laughs> the big leagues kind of get their claws into Owen Hart and Sing. And you're right. The blue blazer. <laughs> now, to their credit, somewhat, this was pre-internet. It, you know, if someone was from another league was to go to the WWF and they just put a mask on him and a stupid gimmick and all that. Now, with the internet, you'd sniff it out right away. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew at the time outside of like maybe Canada and the odd reader of Pro Wrestling Illustrated who Owen Hart really was. I knew who that was under the blue blazer. And it irritated the piss out of me. And mm. it never really went anywhere. No. But unfortunately, that gimmick ended up leading to his to his, his ult, death. Ult, ultimate yeah. death. Why? And we're not going to get into because I think we went on. We've all watched depth. Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Vince. That's right. That's right. And yeah. So that that was too bad. If he had just if they had just brought Owen Hart in as Owen Hart, keep his momentum going. Mm-hmm. And once again, to their credit, after the Blue Blazer debacle and all that, and they did bring him in as a heart and all that. See? See what happened, guys? The Blue Blazer, well, I think they put him back as the Blue Blazer because I think it was as a a punishment for not going along with the Deborah. uh, Right. Or, uh, yeah, infidelity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't blame Hart for saying no. I couldn't do that, even though, yeah, it's all a show and all that. I couldn't perform like that in front at the, of Mrs. At the time, Snowy though, like kayfabe was still a very real thing, and people would people speculate that stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. is this, is he actually having an affair with right. this woman? He's married at home. It's like, well, right. remember Vince's great idea of the angle with Stephanie. Oh, the incest angle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and 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 Stephanie like vehemently just refused. He's like, oh, of nope, course, not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you, Dad? Yeah. F- f- first of all, when I was getting married, the way you were creepily looking down my dress the whole way out there. Yeah. That was ah. Oh, that. <laughs> and, then, and then turning the whole angle into. <laughs> Triple H basically committing fraud and drugging her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're looking at the new Mr. and Mrs. Helms. Yeah, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I'm yeah. O- I'm only depicting my daughter getting date raped here. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, it's like, you know, don't settle these things in court. They have to be settled in a wrestling ring. <laughs> That's right. Wow. And the I quit match with oh. Vince and Stephanie. Oh, yes. Oh, just yeah. sick. Sick, sick, sick. Really. What happened to Muck and Sing, though, was just as sick. Oh, really? Because the NW, you know, I think they became WCW shortly after Turner bought him out and withdrew from the NWA and it became WCW outright. They brought Muck and Sing in as Norman the Lunatic. Okay. Norman and the Lunatic. There's a name Norman change. the Lunatic and... He was mentally unstable, shall we say. Mm-hmm. A character, okay, like, there's no way that you could 
do this today just in just and for good reason it was a dumb yep. character well remember it, eugene eugene i was yeah. gonna bring that up that's, too yeah that's um Nick norm, norm the lunatic was probably the precursor to eugene yeah and then uh yeah nick dinsmore on the indie scene was this like like a really good heel character then they bring him in as eric bischoff's mentally challenged nephew <laughs> that's that's the kind of gimmick that you can't even like bring them back and repackage them as anything else. Yeah, later as anything. On. Yeah, because who's that's your favorite wrestler of all time? Trevor H. <laughs> and it's like it, it was over with the crowd, but it, like uh, again, cringe. that's not something you can ever like. Obviously, the guy wasn't really mentally challenged in real life, right. and yeah, and then they tried that whole thing where they tried to turn him heel. And the fans were booing him, and he was on the microphone, and he was like getting all upset, and he's just like pulling at his hair and t- like yelling at the crowd, saying, "I'm special." And I was just like, "Oh no, this is not good." They yeah. did not just do that. <laughs> you can't heal out the mentally challenged. No, like, and then yeah, uh, then eventually Eugene disappeared from television, and I guess Nick Den- did Nick Dinsmore ever wrestle after that? Uh, a couple indies. times yeah but in his, the indies his career was never the he same he did the after eugene that. character once or twice on the indies but he didn't do the whole mentally thing okay he just right. came out dressed as eugene okay okay right, right. i know i know one of the indies around here when they were bringing in like billy gunn and they brought nick nick dinsmore in as well and all but no one cared mm-hmm. because with like a, a character like that you you can't work around nope that's that, know, that, that that's know. a that that follows you everywhere that one that's, for sure for yeah. sure another ECW wrestler that WCW dropped the ball on was Hack Hack, yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember hack i do yeah. remember hack yeah <laughs> hardcore hack <laughs> it's hardcore hack yeah he, he had the he had the barbed wire wrapped around him <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah yeah but it's like okay it's this is a sh- mm-hmm. it's like they wanted sandman but then it's like, well, standards and practices is never going to let us get away with all this shit that made Sandman, Sandman. The what, Sandman. He, what he yeah. was and what got him over. What if they brought him back in as his original gimmick, surfer, the surfer gimmick? Oh, I'm, I'm surprised the WWF didn't do that. Because, well, they now, did Sting have the surfer. Had that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I guess they did the surfer with Kona Crush. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, from, from, from then. And that didn't. That didn't work either. Mm-hmm. But the you return, the ret- his return to ECW was met with a huge oh pop. Oh, for sure, yeah. because Sandman was, Sand only a house was show back. And there's only crowd video of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as soon as they heard <laughs> Enter Sandman. Because <laughs> the lights just went off and people were like, what's happening? And then dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's all like, what, 800 people there singing Enter Sandman? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because they were doing it the proper way. Yep. Like he was totally Jim Fullington. uh, He was totally wasted in WCW. It was just no, no. Yeah, and I I, I can think of a WCW gimmick that didn't actually come to fruition, but it almost did. Uh, Ric Flair, Spartacus. Remember how that that whole thing? Yeah, Jim fucking Jim Jim Hurd. He had those some of the stupid ideas, and it's like. Let's take everything about Ric Flair. Yeah. Get rid of it. And turn him into this, yeah, Spartacus <laughs> like, character. What the hell? <laughs> but yeah, also, 
egg on Jim Hurd's face. Ric Flair was still the world heavyweight champion at the time, <laughs> and he took off to WWF. <laughs> right. I would have, too, at that yeah. point. Jeez. Yeah, so I'm glad that you didn't... taking the belt. Yeah, I'm glad that never came to fruition, and I'm glad <laughs> Vince had the good senses to not actually turn Ric Flair into that To uh, do eventually. something like that, yeah. Well, because Flair would have walked out anyway. Yeah, but could he have? He, I think he was bankrupt at the time when he was working for WWF, so... Oh, Maybe. probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he, need, I think he, he needed the money. Imagine if they tried that in TNA when he went to TNA a year <laughs> after you retired. Yeah. You got to stop marrying the rats, dude. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, geez, that'll save you a lot of money. Yeah. yeah or yeah. just don't just don't frivolously spend everything on limousines and <laughs> Rolexes. <laughs> yeah. and... Dude, keep it a gimmick. <laughs> yeah. Keep it a gimmick. Uh, Jeez. Today, I think I need another house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I need yet another Rolex. Fuck, Rick, how many Rolexes do you need? You only need one to tell you the time. Yeah. <laughs> I bought a Corvette for every one of my world title rings. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess the cash cow was never going to... You know, was was never going to run he out. He would have, and, like, competitions yeah. on who could Eventually buy the most expensive did. fur coat. Right, right. <laughs> well, as we speak, probably just in a couple hours from now, Slick Rick, back in the NWA, NWA 73. God. I'll be talking about that next next, next time. Next, next episode. That's technically, as we're speaking, starting right now. It's starting right, right now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's 7.09. Okay. Uh, right on. Uh, one other wrestler, he didn't really come from the, I guess he came from the territories, I guess you could say. Dusty Rhodes, when he went to the WWF. Polka dots. Right, yeah. yeah. They God, gave him, good one, I don't know why I don't have that on my list. Yeah, yeah, like, he was, like, the most respected workers in NWA and WCW back then, and he comes over to the Fed, and what do they do? They put polka dots on him, and they make him shuck and jive. <laughs> He's just a common yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and then... Um, Sapphire, mm. as well. Like the, um, they put a valet on him. It was just a short African American girl. Oh, okay, had no real reason to be in pro wrestling at all, except mm-hmm. uh, God only knows what they were thinking about. Working man William Regal with that. Oh the, oh the, <laughs> he's a man, <laughs> <laughs> and people still sing that to him to just, oh, and he like no it bugs him, but it's yeah, so no funny. And uh, it's like I only had that gimmick for three weeks. How do you fucking remember? <laughs> you don't forget a theme song forget. like that, <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, oh, real oh. man's man. <laughs> I think there was an interview with him where they just randomly decided to play that in the middle of it. Oh, oh. It's like they were asking a questions about the gimmick, and then it was like a live one, so there there was people there. Wow. And then just over the speakers, he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started laughing. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Yeah, right on, right and uh, see, okay. yeah, shit like that never they they're haunted forever. Ron Simmons. Another one. Uh, former, yeah, yeah. Former WCW World Heavyweight Champion comes in. There's was, the Spartacus. That was, yeah. There the, it is, yeah, yeah. There's the, yeah, the, that helmet that they made him wear. And it was because Vince loved everything about him, but he didn't like the fact that he had a receding hairline, so they stuck a helmet on him. Wow. Yeah. That's just gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right yeah. here, it's the He's a Man themed prank. Yeah, we'll watch it later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And no, finally, don't, don't play that on it. We might yeah, get a yeah, cease and yeah, desist. That's right. Yeah. Um. Finally, we're gonna get on. Let everyone get on with their day and lay on with our evenings here. Yep. As good Canadian boys, okay. 
I have to bring this one up. I'm sorry, guys. Do you guys remember the goon? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember the goon, yep. The goon. Unfortunately. Where the goon, if people that don't necessarily remember, it was basically, he was supposed to be a former hockey player or whatever, but all he had to do, like, okay, Pro hockey goon is like a some, slang term for a hockey player that's like the, the that muscle does, that does yeah, yeah is the enforcer and does yeah. nothing but fight yeah okay that that's that's a goon they recruited in the in the AWA and in world class actually he was out and about in all sorts of territories they recruited he was going by the name Wild Bill Irwin him and his brother quote unquote. Scott Hogger when were the long riders. They had biker gimmicks. Okay. And there's some more homework. Check out the long riders. The long riders. It was it, it it was really cool, really impressive, and it really worked really well in the territories. Over huge. Okay. Did Vince think this guy's from Minnesota? Does he know anything about hockey? <laughs> okay, let's reach into the box of gimmicks. Yeah. Here, here, we'll just make him a hockey player now. Let's let let's erase twenty years of something that worked. This was the period <laughs> in the WWF when everybody had to have a had gimmick, some sort of stupid gimmick. It was the 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 village people era. Yeah, every, and he you, was you, the you hockey your, player. You had your hockey players. You had your repo men. You had your clowns. <laughs> yeah, you had your mantars. Your mantars. Your Max Moons. <laughs> That's right. Like, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> and like I said. And I'll always say it. It was the fucking village people mm-hmm. brought to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such good shit. <laughs> R.I.P. A once great gimmick like the Long Riders. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, dude, um, the clock on the wall says it's time to bring the crazy train into the station here. How can uh, people get a hold of us? Uh, they can get a hold of us on Facebook at facebook.com slash wrestling night in Canada or on Instagram at wrestling night in Canada. Right on, right on. And of course, wrestling night in Canada is proud members of the shining wizards network, shining wizards network.com. You can check us out over there. It's predominantly a pro wrestling podcast network, but there is a variety of other pop culture and music good music yep the heavy <laughs> type of music our music brother program <laughs> radioactive metal well, <laughs> hey it takes talent to do good hip-hop all right <laughs> that's that's right. yeah that's 90s right. hip-hop yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or be- underground hip-hop now, it kind of begins and ends yeah. with public enemy with me okay all right <laughs> pretty, now you press a button yeah. yeah yeah well if you haven't had enough and I don't know why you wouldn't of your cool Uncle Snowy. You're going to want to check out Radioactive Metal. There you <laughs> go. There did. you go. Hey, you filmed, you already filmed. You recorded both shows today already. So. There we go. Yeah. That's right. That, that's right. So hopefully you're kind of bouncing back and forth between this one. We would have let one. that one slide. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And Radioactive Metal to check out all of the good metal goodness with our good buddy. Aaron and as all of all of the shows on the Shining Wizards Network. It's your mm-hmm. one stop shop. In the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been another fantastic episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruka. 
signing off. And we're from Winnipeg, you idiots.